0: In this episode, we're serving the tea with Bunny Gomez, one of our favorite people. We'll be having an intuitive conversation about her work as a medium, as well as her work with Akashic Records and past life regressions.
1: Welcome to Starlight Tea, where we're serving the tea for living a magically creative life. I'm Christy Cook.
0: And I'm Belinda Boring. Starlight Tea Podcast, a member of the Once Upon a Podcast Network, is brought to you by of Starlight and Moonbeams, a team of authors and creators whose goal is to bring more magic and creativity to life. Like the stars and the moon, our mission is to share our light in the darkness, guiding others to discover their own light to shine forth too. To receive notifications of new episodes of Starlight Tea and new issues of Moonbeams Magazine, as well as exclusive gifts and offerings, be sure to subscribe to our newsletter at at ofstarlightatmoonbeams.com. So, hey, Christy, what's in your cup this week? Well,
1: in my cup, I am drinking from my water bottle that tells me how much I have to drink all day. And it's just water because I haven't finished it yet for the day. And that's my physical, literal cup. In my life cup, I'm still doing the van life in Belinda's driveway. (laughs) Just working on things. We've had a lot going on with our journey and... Full moon, we started offering full moon ceremonies, so we had those going on. And magazine, of course, in getting ready for our next journey call. And also, we had so much fun. We got to go out and check out some land that I'm going to be staying on with some good friends the next week or so because she is one of our crystal wholesalers and she is amazing and we got to go out and help her unbox her latest shipment so she did all this for her to do her job and that was just so much fun we got to see her land it's on a canyon and check things out and they live off grid which was really neat to check out And then, yeah, we got to play with crystals for a couple hours, and I know Belinda (laughs) and I were both kind of in heaven. So that was a lot of fun. And, yeah, I'm going to go stay out there with them and live off completely off-grid for a while, which will, it'll be kind of nice to get out of town and focus on what I need to focus on for a little bit before I come back in. And Belinda and I still have so much more to do. So, yeah, what else? Anything else? I don't really think so.
0: I think that's it. What about you, Belinda? What's in your cup? Um, I have my bluey cup, which I love. And it's got that cranberry stuff in it. And this is the last of the cranberry stuff in the house. That's kind of sadness. But thank goodness it's payday because I will go get some more. But that's what's <laughs> in my literal cup, literal physical cup. I don't know. Yeah. I get so confused sometimes. <laughs> but that's what's in my cup. What's in my live cup right now? Yeah, we've had a busy week. Um, we went out to go do uh help Crystal with her crystals. And I swear it it was so funny to hear like us all in stereo, like I would gasp, Ooh. crispy would <laughs> crispy, Christy would gasp, Chris. Crystal would ga- gasp. And it was just amazing. Like some of the crystals that she had were just stunning, which of course meant that we got some for ourselves and also some for the shop, which is exciting because yes. we couldn't, we couldn't not share all the pretties with you guys. And so I'm looking at them right now and they're so pretty. They're for just Yeah. I can't wait to we bring them to you. What else? Oh, today I became official. After 11 years of being an author, I am finally an LLC, uh, a business to myself, uh, B Squared Productions. So that is exciting. That was a major fear. I thought it was too complicated. And uh, as part of the business class that I'm in, I get some one-on-ones with the instructor. And so he helped walk me through. And I found out that his wife is a published author. I was like, oh, dude, you know, we need to talk (laughs) You take off your headphones and give them to your wife so I can talk with her. But so yeah, that's exciting. And we're going to celebrate that because that's a, that's a big thing. Like I was laughing, it's just a piece of paper, but it meant something, you know, I I think believing in yourself enough that you made it official, that you gave it a name, like it's a legal entity of itself. Now that is super exciting. What else is going on? There's just a lot. What What else? What else? What else? bothering poor bunny she bought me a flamingo today oh my gosh we love flamingos and now we have matching flamingos for the garden we need to give them like (laughs) names and they can talk to each other because they're going to be like guardians of our crops and stuff that is so cool like I love it they are so cute they are I was like dude could I love you anymore and so (laughs) yeah what else I'm probably forgetting this this oh my knee, I had to go to the hospital. This will go to the doctor and get an X-ray on my knee because, yeah, that was funny going to the doctor and he asked me, how old are you? And I said, how rude. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and he's like, what? <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm 48. I understand that I got some mileage on my knees. But yeah, we're just trying to figure out why I have so much pain in my knee and why it's swollen. So, yeah.
1: I have something I forgot to mention that I'm really, really excited about because I just realized that was this week. This week, you're right. It's been busy and kind of crazy. But y'all, I wrote a short story. I wrote fiction for the first time in over a year. And that is big for me. So I wanted to celebrate that because at Full Moon last night, we were talking about to celebrate our little, our big and our little accomplishments. So just like Belinda getting her official paper for her business, I want to celebrate that I actually wrote fiction again.
0: So, And it's good, guys. Oh, my gosh, it's good. Like, she sat beside me as I was reading it, and I'm, like, laughing and telling the parts I like. It's good. So I'm so excited. I'm so proud of you, Christy, that you did that. Because, yeah, I know it's been a while since you've written. Here's to many more words. Mm -hmm. The pressure, guys. I I did turn to her (laughs) and I said, okay, why are you sitting beside me now? Get back in your van and go write. I did say it. I said it on behalf of all of us because guys, you're gonna want more of it. So yeah. Well like, and here's a band. little uh, here's mm-hmm.
1: a little secret we'll be we're dropping is if you subscribe to our newsletter and to the magazine, then you'll
0: get to read it very soon. So yeah, it's gonna be so good. We got so many secrets up our sleeves. I'm surprised yes, they don't fall do. out when we move. Maybe that's why we dance, witches dance with their hands in the air, because all their secret and magic doesn't fall out of their sleeves. There you go. You heard that <laughs> truth live here, right? Okay. And as we that. said too, we have a special guest today. So for the first time ever on Starlight Tea Podcast, Bunny Gomez. Bunny, what is in your cup this week?
2: My gosh. Okay. So, <clears throat> um, well, in my uh, literal cup, I'm drinking blackberry tea. Mm-hmm. So that is what I'm having right now. In my live cup... Oh gosh, it's been a crazy week. Um, today especially I took a self-care day and spent the entire day out of town with my husband and my youngest daughter. And we just had fun. Like we just did whatever we wanted to do. And it was stressful because I never leave my kids. <laughs> my my older two stayed home. They went to school and they didn't want to, they had something going on with one of their clubs and they didn't want to go, but So that was a little nerve wracking, but other than that, I really enjoyed today. It was really good. So it was definitely needed. I'm like, I'm dealing with my dad. Um, he was diagnosed with cancer and so he's going through his whole process. And so that's becoming more and more real every day. So, um, like yesterday we got some really bad news about that. So I needed today. It was really needed. And that's it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's it. It's yeah. that's that's, huge.
2: Nothing crazy, but.
0: <laughs> no, every day is crazy. But self-care you have a is so important. On you, yeah, you recognize yeah. that you needed that time off and you just, yeah. uh, maybe it was just a few hours just to get away and just to take a break from everything. You know, everything else will wait there.
1: Yeah. You know, and
0: you can pick it up later, but it's important. It's important to take care of you because if. You don't take care of you, who else will? And then, yeah. as a mom yeah. and the head of your fam- like the head of the family and stuff, you've got to be workable. You've got to be in a good mind to make sure all the other parts do their thing. Yeah. You so,
1: got sure. to keep your cup full, keep it overflowing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I said
2: that today, too. It was so funny that you said that. <laughs> I said that today. I told my husband, I was like, Belinda would tell me you got to keep your cup full so you could serve from the saucer. <laughs> Yeah. Like, that's yeah, the whole part that. of starlight tea
0: right I uh, know, yeah, right? Of the podcast <laughs> but and it seems it seems like a silly saying until you actually put it into practice and you're yeah. just like oh that's why it's so important like yeah I know I go through I went mean, through most of my life you just dip into that sauce and you just hand it out but and you're always depleted and if you don't think that you you're worthy or deserving of that time to take a break like if you're a people pleaser and and that kind of thing you never stop to refill it and so it was a brand new concept for me to think what that's brilliant I serve from the saucer let me overfill my cup my cup never gets touched it's my saucer that I serve from and that's the best way that I can help myself and others yeah so yeah yeah that's one of my favorite
2: parts (laughs) this is one of my favorite parts of the podcast I'm like yep I say it with you every time it's so funny (laughs)
1: yay hey if that's the only message we get out i think it's a really good message for everybody to hear
2: especially women i'm sure it's not it's (laughs) just my favorite part
1: (laughs) there is always something fun and magical going on in the world and with of starlight and moonbeams Subscribe to our newsletter to receive news, updates on our offerings, and exclusive gifts and coupon codes for our shop. You can also hit the subscribe or follow button on your podcast app to queue up new episodes as soon as they drop, and be sure to follow us on the socials. Find everything through our link tree in the show notes. Also, if your app allows reviews or a comment, please drop one in so that others can read it. And in intrigued to listen to Starlight Tea on their own.
0: Okay, so now it's time to serve the tea and we're with Bunny, one of my favorite people ever. Um, <laughs> and we've invited her on to the podcast to talk because she's super interesting. She'll argue with me and say she's not, but she is. Um, she does a whole bunch of things. She's a medium, she works with the Akashic Records, she does past life regressions, she does healings, crystal healing, sound. she does a whole bunch, and so let's kind of open up for conversation, and let me ask first, Bunny, a little bit about yourself, like, who's Bunny?
2: Oh gosh, I'm still trying to figure <laughs> that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, so uh, I'm a psychic medium, um, I focus on past life regression, do a lot of healing sessions, sound therapy. I'm certified in sound therapy and, um, hypnotherapy. Those are my areas of interest. <laughs> so I do a lot with that. Oh gosh. I don't know. I'm, I'm a crazy lady. I'm, I'm the town witch. So I'm a crazy lady. <laughs> You do tarot readings too, right? I do do readings, yeah. Um, I prefer oracle over tarot because I feel like tarot is very restricting for me. Um, It kind of, like, there's, it has a lot of, like, meaning behind it that has to be a specific way. Like, it's got a lot of Mm -hmm. parameters that you have to stay within. And I like oracle because it allows me to be more of an intuitive reader, and that's what I enjoy doing, so
0: how did you get involved? Like when were you interested in things like this, is this something that you always knew? Like, was it a childhood thing or just? So
2: my mediumship, yeah, it goes back to when I was, I mean, I've been told like at five years old, I was talking about, you know, spirits that I would see and I would call them all my my invisible friends or my imaginary friends or whatever. And, you know, I could tell, I would tell my mom, like, this is how they died. And, you know, they're here with me now and we would hang out, I guess. I don't even know. I don't remember that part of my life, but, (laughs) (laughs) but um, yeah, it was pretty, pretty early on that all that stuff started surfacing. And then um, when I was, when I was about nine, 10 years old, I had my first encounter that I remember where I actually had to help a spirit transition through, the veil. And so that was really hard because it was um the woman had passed in childbirth. And so it was um her trying to cling on to everything that was going on. And and so it just went from there. And for a long time I suppressed everything because um it just you know it wasn't talked about in my family. We didn't talk about it. So I just suppressed everything. And then um about gosh, I want to say like nine, ten years ago, I met a my friend, um, she's my bestie. (laughs) I met her um, here in Winslow. And then uh, she started me in on doing tarot and Oracle and stuff like that. And I just kind of, it just kind of fit. It just flowed really well. And so I just kept going with it, working on my intuition, working on, you know, my readings and stuff like that. And then my mediumship just kind of came back, you know, on its own. So I was able to connect with things and it wasn't a very difficult transition for me, I think, to come back into my abilities. So that was nice. <laughs> Didn't have to struggle too long. Yeah.
1: I'm really interested. You are nine or 10 years old and you're helping a woman who had just passed in childbirth. I mean, do you remember much of that experience as a child, like trying to even understand what was going on or was it just very clear and natural to you?
2: Um. So, it was more so like goal oriented basically is like the goal was to help her cross over. So it wasn't so you knew that, like, just yeah, it was just, it was more like, like she just needs to not be here. She needs to cross over. And we lived okay. in a house that was like, it was full of spirit. Like it was, it was insane how full of spirit it was because it was a, it, it was an old stagecoach stop. So it, we were out in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. We were right off the river so there's a lot of energy from like the water, and you know, and we lived out in the middle of nowhere. So I mean, it was it was full of everything there. So <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty crazy environment. But you know, it's it's just kind of been like a it's it's almost like they just kind of seek me out. It's like I have a beacon or something that they just <laughs> they just seek me out. <laughs> so I'll start like it's if true. somebody schedules an appointment with me. I'll start getting messages the day before from their loved Mm. ones because they just, they're like, Oh, somebody can talk to me. So, so I, I get messages. Oh oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I get messages, you know, the day or two before that. So I sometimes I'll text people and be like, I know your appointments tomorrow, but
0: (laughs) I got to get these messages out so I can sleep. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And do you know, like, are you the first one in your family to have these gifts? Or the first to talk about it? So I'm more so the first
2: to actually embrace it more than anything. Um, My mom does have these abilities as well. She uses them to an extent. Um, She'll use them as far as like connecting with loved ones that have crossed over as far as like our personal loved ones. So that she gets that peace and closure. So it's more about closure for her than anything else, I think. I mean, of course, that's just my observation of it. I haven't actually asked her, but <laughs> but yeah. she uh she she doesn't really use it the way that I do. She doesn't give messages to people. She just uses it for her own closure, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, my sisters, so there's there's four of us. There's four sisters. My sisters aren't really connected to that aspect of themselves, but when we were younger. Uh, we were very much so interested in things like that and magic you know I make the the little potions like you get you just put like river water and sticks and twigs in there and make your own (laughs) little potion when you're like five yeah that was that was what we did when we were younger we would just go out because we lived out in you know like right off the woods and right off the river like I said and so we would go and you know we had like the little toads that would come in our yard and so we'd we play with the toads and we have lizards everywhere, and so you know it's kind of like like a witch's playground over there.
0: <laughs> ah, you're embracing oh. your inner witch early. Oh yes, <laughs> yeah. yes,
2: very much so. And
0: don't your children have gifts too, right?
2: They do. Yeah my um my youngest daughter is actually training under me right now to start doing readings and healings, so um, she can eventually join. The business and be a reader as well so um, she's very intuitive she needs to work on trusting her intuition but she's very intuitive she actually she amazes me at how she does things because she when she reads cards you know how they have like the they have like the word at the bottom or whatever that Mm -hmm. gives you like the meaning of the card she reads the image she doesn't read the card or the words that are on it or the numerology or anything she reads the image and she comes out with similar readings that I do. So, I think it's really interesting how we all have different ways of doing using the same gifts. So, right. Um, she's very good at that. She's very intuitive. I haven't noticed a mediumship ability with any of my kids, but they are very intuitive. So. And
1: they're embracing it. It sounds like they're they're yeah. at least your daughter. She's very interested and
2: yeah my older daughter so I have my oldest is my son and then I have my older daughter and my younger daughter and my older daughter um, she makes all of our herbal stuff she practices kitchen witchery so she mm. does like the baking the cooking um, she makes spell jars, all of that stuff. So she covers that aspect. Anything with herbs or seasonings, <laughs> she covers all of that stuff. So that's her area of of what she likes to do. She does not like to read cards. She does not like to do any of that. She's like, absolutely not. I will stick to my farmers market booth. So <laughs> <And> that's, <laughs> that's where she's at. Yeah, they're um they keep me busy. <laughs>
0: And I've seen, like, I I think that's how I first met you, too. I think that's how I met you. I was going to get a reading from you at the farmer's, uh, no, no, at the psychic fair, mm-hmm. but I got distracted. And then I met you, I'm pretty sure, yeah, I met you at the farmer's market, one of the night markets. Yeah, you, it was the Halloween um, night market. And Alfie got to make a, um, a little water potion bottle thing, and you helped him pick <laughs> out the little crystal yeah. things. And so that was really neat. And then we met because we're also neighbors and we're part of a gardening grant this this year. So we're learning gardening and business class and all that kind of stuff. So that's how I know Bunny um, here. But yeah, your booth at the farmer's market, I could spend forever there just looking at the different things that you offered, like wands and things and fans. And it's, yeah. Yeah very much a family business. I love that your kids are all involved. Your husband is super um, supportive in finding ways that his gifts and talents Mm -hmm. can like combine and help. And so it's just, it's neat. It's neat to see that you've just embraced it. And Mm -hmm. it really has become
2: like a, like a family thing because like my husband makes um, all of our wands and a couple other things that he creates in his shop and then I think the only one who's not actively involved yet is my son because he is more so um, like he designs dolls so he repurposes dolls and creates them into different dolls um, and he sells them for whatever he creates so um, but he's a talented artist he's actually going to be publishing a card deck with me pretty soon I'm just waiting for him to finish the art and then um, we'll be publishing that, so I'm excited That's about so that.
1: Cool. So cool! We'll have to have you back on when that happens.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I am gonna publish my first one. It's um a witch's affirmation deck. It's called Call Back Your Power, and I will be publishing that one pretty soon. So I'll have to Ooh. send you guys a copy. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, Laquana, so I'm right around the corner, so I'm right.
0: So. Being the intuitive that you are, what kind of advice would you give to others who are looking um, at developing their intuition, or whether th- that this was a path that they wanted to go down? What kind of advice would you give them?
2: Well, just like trusting your gut is for sure one, and I know everybody says that, but you know, trusting your gut because that's where your ping is. So your intuition is going to reside there within that area. So trusting that like if you get that little butterfly or that you know that little twist in your stomach like don't do this or don't go there don't resist it because i had to learn the hard way to do that as far as mediumship don't be i would say don't be afraid to experience interaction with spirit because you know like yes there are there are things that are you know ugly and not not nice all the time but Don't be afraid to experience the connection with spirit. I think more than anything, as far as like, like intuitive things though, I would just, I would just say, learn to trust your gut. And it really is a process because I'm, you know, in my thirties and still, (laughs) still doing that. (laughs) So I'm, I'm still trying to learn to trust my intuition. That's my goal this year because, you know, I'm coming into just starting my business officially. And, you know, while I've been practicing and doing this for a while, I'm like you said, I'm official. (laughs) So I have my, (laughs) I have my LLC and all that stuff set up now. So really, it's just, it's just trusting your, trusting your gut. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think that's really hard for all of us because we gaslight ourselves and that comes Mm. from social conditioning and just being raised, um, like questioning, did I, did that really just happen or am I making it up? And, you know, Mm -hmm. we're always taught, you you talked about your invisible friends and how many of us had invisible friends that were not invisible to us, or we actually Mm -hmm. had a connection with some kind of entity, but, you know, we were shut down because we were just making it up. So I think, you know, after years and years of that, there's only so much, yeah, we'll get something really strong. You know, we have mom's intuition, which we can Mm -hmm. feel very strongly and which we often will trust that. But then anytime there's something else that goes on that you're like, Ooh, was that an intuitive hit or did I just, you know, pull that out of the sky? We yeah. discount it. And yeah, we, we talk ourselves out of believing what we know is to be true. So I think that's great advice and Hey, I'm 52 and I'm still learning too. So
2: yeah. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> you never stop. Think, learning, Right. And I think too, like you just, gotta go with it like i remember i think i had the conversation with you bunny what happens if that was just in my head or what happens if that wasn't you know real or whatever and it was you give the advice back Well, you know even if it's not you're still learning something from it by following it you get that that yeah. feeling like oh is that my intuition we'll follow it see where it goes see where it leads you know yeah, that is mean, the,
2: the worst thing you're gonna do is prove yourself right yeah oh, i love that I know. I I
1: love that, and I I love that. Just follow it,
0: right? Because we often stop ourselves and we tell ourselves, "No, no, and I can't do this," or "What happens if I'm wrong? What happens if you're right?" Yeah. So and Mm -hmm. like if if you're wanting to to learn certain things, you've got to go where it leads you. See what happens.
2: Yeah, because you'd rather like prove yourself right than you know have the regret of never knowing if you were right or not
0: yeah so yeah that would be so sad to to get to a point where you wish you had of regrets I don't want to have regrets when I live yeah well
1: and like I heard not too long ago and I share every chance I get is these gifts you know we think they're gifts to us given to us by source or spirit or birth or parents or ancestors whatever but our, these gifts are meant for us to give to others. And when we shut our down our intuition, when that is a gift and that is something that we should be developing instead of suppressing, then we're denying other people assistance and help. And, you know, maybe there's guidance there or some other way that we can gift to them. And so, yeah. Um, I think it's really important that we don't do that. And we learn to, and no, we might not all to spirit world and receive all these messages and everything, but we all do have some level of intuition. Um, that's yeah. just yeah, you know, part of who, you know, who we are. We're, we're, we're human in this earth, but we're also divine beings. And that comes with it. So
2: open it up. Well, yeah, because we all, we all have, that heightened vibration or the potential for heightened vibration Mm -hmm. that you know because we're all we all have souls and we all vibrate at a certain resonance so if you elevate that and you hone into those abilities you're going to realize that you have gifts and abilities that you can use and you have things to offer because you're raising your frequency or you're resonating at a higher level
0: yeah and if you hide a gift you lose that gift yeah right
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. you stick it in your so here's a
0: question <laughs> stick it in your shadow that's another one yeah <laughs> I thought you said stick it in something else I was like what <laughs> yeah because we didn't th- and isn't that that no that actually does raise a good point like how many of us especially as women I want to say I feel like we're naturally in tune with our gifts we're mm-hmm. naturally in tune with our intuition but we're told that it's not acceptable um yeah you don't want to be too proud. You don't want to be too powerful in the light. No. Who do you think you are to shine so brightly? And so you're right. We stick it in the shadow. And And also be logical, be rational, you know, use your head
1: instead of what you're actually feeling in your gut. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, and And also we're
2: given, we're given limitations too, as women based on our intuition, like, you were talking earlier mother's intuition like a lot of times we're we're stuffed in a corner of our intuition only matters towards our children and mm-hmm. yeah that we're not we can't be intuitive in other things in our lives like you you know when you're around somebody and you know something doesn't sit right with you that's part of your intuition you know you can't explain yeah. it but you just have that feeling that something's not right and you need to get out of the room i can't even tell you how many times i've done that and not gone like not left and yeah, gotten in some crazy mess and because <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't listen. And yeah, so it's...
0: People expect you to quantify it too, like prove it. Like yeah. how yeah. am I supposed to prove my intuition unless I follow my intuition and then I see the reason why, like I'm not supposed to go to this place or I'm supposed to leave, you know, I had an experience like this back home um, where I'm a member of a church and it was a really big, important lesson that we were supposed to be learning. Well, for me to get to the church, it's about an hour and a half on a bus ride. I just wasn't able to get on the bus to go. And I was so upset that I was missing this very, very important lesson. And I even tried to borrow money so that I could catch a cab or a taxi in. And just everything was stopping me from going. And I was like, well, okay, I'm not going. I think at the time, yeah, at the time I had a similar theme, I had broken my toe because I had slipped and my toes broken. So I was slow. And so I finally just accepted, listen, I'm just not going to be able to make this. I'm just going to stay home. It's okay. Um, And later found out that later that night, a little bit away from the bus stop, that I would have gotten off. Um, someone was stabbed, and I was like, you know, I could have been there at that time, and I would have been hobbling. I couldn't have run, you know. I got a busted toe. I was just like, sometimes our intuition tells us to do things that we don't always agree with, but there's always common sense, and so it's it's important to go with that. And see, I couldn't quantify that to anyone beforehand and say, well, this is the reason why I'm not going. You know, there's no proof other than I felt the universe was working against me. Like there's a reason why this is so damn hard because any other time I would have been able to make it. Um, But for some reason, it was so hard. It wasn't until afterwards I was able to say, oh, there you go. I'm so glad I listened to my intuition. And yeah, I think it's not given enough. What's that? Enough weight to it. It's just brushed aside. It's just, oh, whatever. Whatever who kind of thing, it's just as important as logic as rational, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's to be balanced, we need to listen to both, we need to look at the evidence, but we also need to be able to trust ourselves and know that we have our own inner compass, and we have our own guidance and wisdom that we should follow. That's what, what I, I see. think.
2: And there was a point in time where women were sought after for their intuition. I mean, you look at like the the ancients and the oracles or mm-hmm. in Egypt they held women at high standards because they were thought to be magical magical beings because they had all these gifts and abilities and you know they were what brought life into the world and so they were held in like high regards because of their abilities and their power yeah the priestesses
1: were like the person right next to the pharaohs and the kings mm-hmm. and the rulers because they were diviners. They were receiving, in you know, we, we say intuition now, but they were receiving messages straight from source and able to guide them when especially the male leaders, you know, they were kind of closed off from that, had separated themselves from that because I believe men have intuition too, but I do believe mm-hmm women are much um just naturally more connected to that um off of a circle base yeah just going back to yeah that i love that you brought that because that is something for the priestesses which everybody knows is the path that i'm following because i know i've, I've done that in the past um and that's a big part of it is the divination the oracle I mean the oracles of Delphi they were priestesses
2: Mm -hmm. yeah and they like I don't know they just they were just held at different standards I think that for where you were saying men have intuition too I agree with that I think the reason that ours is so much more developed I guess you could say is just because we're creatures of feeling we're creatures of emotion and intuition is highly connected to your emotional state and you know like if you're in a bad place and you're down and depressed your intuition is clouded and it creates a problem for you so i think a lot of that is just connected strictly to emotion and you know feeling because as women that's what we're geared towards
0: yeah and society tells men that right. they're not to be emotional that they're to show, and they're actually mocked and ridiculed if you show emotion
2: not Which so is kind of sad.
0: <laughs> ha- having really a sad. son,
2: having a son, and you know my husband having, you know the past that he does is like it makes me so sad that men aren't guided towards that a lot more. They're not connected with their emotional side as far as society's yeah. viewpoint. That's just so sad to me. Yeah,
0: me too. Cut some off from all their gifts mm-hmm. and their abilities to share and heal the collective. Mm -hmm. where it would truly be like if we were all allowed to be just who we are and and be authentic and not have those restrictions and limitations put on just what a beautiful partnership it would be you know and what a force for good Mm -hmm. everyone would be we would be we would be mindful of each other There just there wouldn't be so much conflict you know what I mean so much Think yeah, of all it's, the things we sad. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like the world would be super organized and we'd all be feeling good. And you know, just it's just yeah. yeah. I'm like, this is the result of what happens when you you force a being, a soul, into a life that's not authentic, where they're not aligned. It's just super sad. Yeah. Okay, so another thing, um, I know that, Christine, I have been excited about it. I know you're excited about it. And we just recently did this with you. But you also help people go to their Akashic Records, and you do past life regressions. Um, could you explain a little bit about what that is for our listeners?
2: So the Akashic
0: Records is
2: basically a record of, well, from my understanding, is a record of everything, past, present, future, anything that, was or will be is all contained within this library, this area within our, within our soul space that we can access. And a lot of our past lives are contained within that as well. And the reason that there's records of those things is so that, you know, things like soul contracts, things like karmic, karmic energy, all of that stuff is kept track of so that when you are ready to ascend, that it it kind of like makes sure all of the boxes are checked. (laughs) If that makes sense. Yeah. So the Akashic records is just a place where you go to check in on what your soul's been up to or, you know, whatever path you need to take. And um, I mean, that's a simple way of putting it, (laughs) but it's, it's different for everybody. The experience is different for everybody. So it, it really is personal to your soul and your experience but uh as far as the past life progression we just go through and go into the akashic records guide you through everything and then you uh get to experience the lives that you've lived and find out you know what karmic energy you need cleared if there's any contracts that need to be marked clear any lessons that you needed to learn that maybe you haven't learned yet and it just kind of gives you like a a pattern and a explanation as to why things are the way they are in this life and I think it's I think it's a special kind of magic for me in particular because um it just allows me to to aid people in moving higher and ascending into a higher realm and so I I really enjoy it but I like I like to do the research too I'm a research person so (laughs) so I like to go through and try and find um you know, like the records of the people in their past lives. So whether it's like the location that they lived or um, birth records, death death records, you can go through, you know, different websites and find those, those things. So I try and get as much information as possible so that I can try and track those people down.
0: (laughs) Which you guys like me, (laughs) unless you're like me and you go, where there's no records. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I'm like, I have had that. And I, I try to find like the location. If that's the case where I can't find their records, then I try to at least yeah. find the location so that there's some kind of connection there for you emotionally that you can just be like, yes, th- this is what I need.
0: I liked the process of being able to do it. And it was interesting to me like, like you said, like you go back and you look at the lives that you've lived before so you can see what lessons you're meant to learn, whether they're being repeated. And I know in mine that I did with you, there was a definite theme that went through. And actually, it, it gives me comfort the more I think about it, because I know that when I was in organized religion the concept and the thing that was pushed most is that this was one life. You have one life to live and you have to learn. I took it as I have to learn everything, everything I came to earth to learn, I have to learn it and I have to be perfect. And it was no surprise to me where years later I felt just overwhelming weight and just, yeah, it was just seemed impossible. So the idea that we have many lives to live and many opportunities. And we come down not to learn 50 bazillion things in one span of life, but we come down to learn certain things that brings a lot of comfort. I really, I'd like to do more with you. I really enjoyed it. I, it was interesting. Some of the things I was like, Ooh, one thing that struck me was just how emotionally connected, like you get in there and you're like, you feel it. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, I'd recommend anyone who's really curious about past lives or what things they might have done before they came here. I would definitely, I would recommend Bunny, but I'd recommend anyone just to go and, and check that out and to go see what it has to offer, what insights it may offer to see, okay, you know, ah, that's why I feel this way. Like this is a repeating theme. This is why. For example, children are so important. These, this is the reason why I made this soul contract, because this. And so, yeah. Yeah, I
1: was going to say, because um, anybody who's done my programs, um, our retreats or anything, em- to empower yourself is to know yourself and to understand, you know, why you have these repeating patterns so that you can break them if they need to be broken, so that you can you know, create the life that you want to create. And so, you know, that's why knowing your birth chart, having your birth chart, your natal chart read is, I think is an important thing because it ex- it can bring light to things that you've always un- wondered, why do I do it this way? It can shed light on that. And this past life regression, you know, I feel does the same thing is it brings forth some information or guidance or intuition however you you take it however you receive it but it brings that forth so you're like aha okay so this is why this makes sense or this is why I do things this way this is why I struggle in this area like for me it was the witch wound that really came forth um, which didn't surprise me but it was that comfort like you said Belinda you know that okay I'm not just making this up or it goes back to our intuition, you know, telling us we're making it up that there's actually something there, you know, some kind of wisdom within me that is saying that this is real. This is something you, you need to address, whether it's a soul contract or just something that you decided before coming into this lifetime that you wanted to resolve or heal or work on or whatever. Um, But it just goes back to that empowerment of knowing who you are and where your behavior patterns come from and your habits and everything. So you can decide which ones you want to break and which ones, you know, they are just what they are because you're not going to work on it. And that's okay too. But for me, it's that the more, you know, you know, (laughs) remember those um, those commercials, the more, you know about yourself, the more you can heal and empower yourself. So, and Bunny, you, you do remote work, right?
2: I do. Yeah. Um, You can schedule through Zoom on my website as well.
1: Okay. Yeah. So anyone who's listening, if you're interested in working with Bunny, you can go to our website and we'll drop that link in the show notes um, so that you can connect with her directly. If you've, felt you know some kind of resonance here with her but otherwise like belinda said there might be someone local in your area if that's what you prefer to do too
2: you just the really what mm-hmm. it is is you just have to make sure you vibe with the person so yeah. i do like on my website i offer 20 minute consultations for free and that just so you can see if you click with me and you know if it what i offer is interesting to you and i think that's important that you vibe with the person
0: yeah I like that. I like that you offer that. So you, you give that person a chance to talk with you and get a sense, you get a sense of each other before committing to doing something. Cause it is, it's, it's a very, to me it's a very intimate thing because mm-hmm. you're working with energy and you're working with important things. And so, yeah. But yeah, I, enjoy to... <laughs> I enjoy working with me you. I enjoy working with you too. But yeah, you have <laughs> to, um,
2: you have to make sure that you fit with the person because it's not just energy work. I mean, it's soul work, really. So you're letting yeah. them into parts of you yeah. that maybe you don't even share with your closest people, you know, when, when you do these healing sessions or these past life sessions, it's it's very intimate and it can be very intimidating for some people, I think, to, to go through that and especially not knowing the person or not. You know, having vetted the person ahead of time, I think um, that that's very important for them to do, just to kind of, just to kind of check everything and make sure. Trusting your intuition again, (laughs) yeah, right. (laughs) Make sure that
0: everything's good, yeah. Because you know, that's how I make a lot of my decisions too. On how it feels, Mm -hmm. how you know, when I walk in to want to do something, how do I feel around that person? How do I feel about the situation? So yeah. It's really just about trusting you in the intuition, making sure that you hone into how you feel and going yeah. with it. Yeah. That's probably the theme of this conversation of just, just not being afraid of yourself, tap into it, you know, and don't be afraid to follow it because, you know, we talked about that in one of, I believe it was two years ago in a retreat that, you that Christy held on shadow work, where she said that 90% of the gold, when you go into, what is it in the shadow, 90% of it's gold, the things we shoved there. And so, you know, don't be afraid to follow your intuition, even if it's to step into the shadow, because you're going to find gold. You're going to find things that will help you live more authentically, help you be more creative, help you to trust yourself more, help you to, really elevate and yeah to elevate i always call it leveling up i'm like i'm feeling this right now what's going on i'm leveling up so don't be afraid of the shadow don't be afraid of any of that just and you have to look at with shadow
2: work it's about balance because you have to have the light with the dark you can't it can't always be sunshine and rainbows you have to take the good with the bad and you have to work that sucks
0: i know right i I wasn't told that before i came to earth right i expect rainbows (laughs) butterflies and puppies none of this darkness crap right yeah Yeah. it you have to have balance yeah and so but the beautiful thing about balance is if things are really shitty right now you know the balance is coming
2: you know Mm -hmm. that the
0: light is coming yeah when things are happy and good that sounds horrible when things are going really good you know that there's a balance not so much that darkness is coming but that you're going to have an opportunity to grow because that's what darkness is it's an yeah. opportunity for you to grow to kind of buff off all the junk and to shine so when things are going really good there's going to be that opportunity to grow oh I like that I just ahad myself <laughs> because we always look at the things as the positive and negative oh everything's going really good now does that mean everything's going to shit no no take it as in things are good opportunities to grow, man, yeah, I'm going to change you, my mindset as we sit here.
2: You learn yeah. from your shadow side. That's what yeah, that it is, is. to teach you. It's to, to learn from. And if you're only focused on the good and the positive, you're not growing, you're getting content where you are. And you're not going yeah. anywhere. You're just staying in that good place. So you have to look for the balance. You have to.
1: Well, and it's, that's just denial really, because (laughs) you can't, you can't stay in the good place in the light all of the time. Um, Like you said, there's balance. And when you think that you are, then you're just in denial that anything is going wrong or that there's anything you need to, any way that you need to grow or learn from. I mean, that's just not being self-aware and, you know, knowing Okay, this is a time that I need to go through some growth so I can level up, like Belinda said. Mm-hmm. My mentor, um, Elaine Doughty and uh, Priestess Presence, they call it, you know, life is an initiation. And when you hit those challenging spots, you can look at it as, you know, down and dark and difficult and take the victim perspective, why is this happening to me? Or you can look at it as an initiation to the next level. You know, that mm-hmm. you have to go through checkpoint. it to go up. It's and a checkpoint. So,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, I always get it where things are going a certain way and all of a sudden it just becomes uncomfortable. Like, I don't like this. Okay, if I don't like this, it means I'm being asked to move. I'm being asked. Mm-hmm. I, I. It's no longer comfortable for me to stand here and to be in this place now. I have to move. You know, if I want to grow... I can't just sit here because yeah, to sit there in that being so uncomfortable, you have to switch on that denial. You have to like tune it out and desensitize and just shut it all down. And that's, that's not what we came here for. And so I just had that conversation with you, Bonnie, about, you know, funky dreams and my body's doing weird things and different stuff. And I'm like, I'm just uncomfortable. And it's like, I wonder if, yeah, I'm I'm at that point where I'm having to grow. Like I have to move, I have to step forward. I can't sit here any longer. You've had so many opportunities
2: and things coming at you too as well lately that kind of was a precursor to you're going to have to grow. Yeah. <laughs> I know. have got no choice. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm in the same place. It's just like, you know, with the gardening and the business classes and it's like this is here to level you up and if you're just yeah. gonna a then why are you putting in this effort? Exactly. Yeah.
1: I think life too just has a way of you know if you are sitting in denial or just avoiding it, and it's time for you to level up. At some point, life is gonna just say, you know what, it's happening,
2: <laughs> whether you want yeah. to do or
1: not. It's happening, and that's when you become more uncomfortable where you are now and can make that move to go through it, go through the difficult stuff because you know that's better than staying where you've been and dealing with all of the crap that's starting to pile up because you haven't been addressing it and you haven't been dealing with it.
0: Yeah. So one way or another, you're going to go through it. (laughs) Yeah. I know that in one of the, um, I think it was in the fall series, we even talked about this is you go back and look at all the times, like go back a couple of years, whatever, look back into your past where you have felt uncomfortable, where you've, felt that need to change like the call for change and transformation look back and then see where those are and then move forward just a little a little more like what happened afterwards so and it got me when when Christy taught us it got me to think you know you're right you're so used to marking your life by all the negative things and all the trauma and all the challenges but Another positive spin on that is, okay, I right now, right here, I am uncomfortable. I know I'm being called to change and I'm raising my vibration. I'm sloughing off some crap. Okay, in the past when this happened, hang a second, things were really good. Things worked out. It didn't, it wasn't forever thing. It was a moment and my life got better. This was the blessing that came from it. This is the positive something good has come from it. Like change, the change has been worth it. Yes, it was horrible and sucky to do it this way. But, you know, you are where you are now, because you got through those changes. And you went with it, you didn't fight against it, you, you embraced it.
1: And yeah, you have
0: a 100% survival
1: rate so far. So, so far. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Well, this has been an awesome conversation. Awesome. See what I said there. Awesome. Yep. <laughs> Do I? Did I mean I've started a meme? Or did I mean awesome with my Australian accent? Y- Either way. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I want both. <laughs> this is. This has been amazing. I kind of wish sometimes <laughs> that our podcasts were longer because I could just sit here and chat forever. Thank you so much, Bunny, for coming on to our podcast and. Yes. Sharing your your wisdoms, sharing the things that are important to you and the things that you do, the offerings that you have for people, um, we love you. We think you're yes, awesome. Thank you. <laughs> well, <laughs> thank you awesome. so much, Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> so, Christy, what's your starburst today?
1: My starburst is. Uh... Katie Steckley. And I forgot to mention when I was talking about what's in my cup, one of the things I'm working on is getting our YouTube channel going, Magical Meanderings, um, to follow my travels as I introduced magical people and places to um, the YouTube channel followers. And so I've been really kind of studying up on, you know, the best way to do YouTube, the strategy, the marketing the videoing, you know, all of it because it's it's fairly new to me. I've done very basic uh, video editing for book trailers, but beyond that, you know, like actually taking my live action videos and trying to put them and create a story from them is new to me. So I really have been studying that and I just adore Katie Steckley. She is a YouTube and Instagram expert. And she actually started when she was still in high school. She got her college degree in it. And she now has grown her company. I mean, she has a whole team and everything where she offers support for social media, but in particular, YouTube and Instagram. And so I just wanted to give her a starburst because if anybody else is interested in starting on YouTube or growing their YouTube channel, or starting on Instagram and really getting into, especially with reels. Um, She, I just love the way that she presents material. It's easy to follow. It makes sense and it gets you excited. And she's just inspirational because she's just so real and down to earth. And so um, her website is katiesteckley.com. We'll put that in the show notes as well as her YouTube channel. If you want to follow her. What about you, Belinda? What's your starburst this week?
0: I wanted to share, I don't know if I've ever shared him before, but with it being January, oh my gosh, almost February, um, we're part of a gardening community and we're, so I'm starting to be out in my backyard, how am I going to do things, planning out where everything is. So I am garden minded at the moment. So I wanted to share my favorite um, TikTok gardener uh, that I love. I just love him so much. His name's Brian Berganti. He is the Red Leaf Ranch that you can find on TikTok. I also believe he's on Facebook, but he's amazing. And he has a new book coming out called Gardening for Abundance. And he wants to help people learn how to garden and be sufficient, but also to bring more abundance into their life. And he just has this really good energy and a really good message. Um, In fact, one of the things that I picked up from him was I have an abundance basket. And when I go out and harvest my things in my garden, I put it in there. And then I say, look, abundance. Mm -hmm. And I thank the garden for it. Thank you for my abundance. And he's just, he's real down to earth. He has some sections where he has stuff from his garden and him and his mama will cook something. In fact, I love his, it was a tomato soup that he did. Oh, it was beautiful. So his name is Brian Berganti and he is Red Leaf Ranch. And I will put all his, he has a link tree, I believe. I think he also does gardening classes. Like he just, he's passionate about gardening and he's just amazing. So I will put all his details in the show notes. And Bunny, do you have a starburst this week?
2: Sure. Um, Actually, it'll be a place that I went to today. Again, I love this store. It's called Victorian Moon. Sharon Lynn is the owner and it's in Flagstaff, but she has a website and she does ship. It's um, VictorianMoon.com. We can put that in the notes too. But she she is like a shop that's like all things witchy and magical. She has herbs and um, they do readings and things there. She's got books and cards and A lot of her stuff is consignment so um, it's local artists and there are some from Winslow even that go and sell things there so that I think is what I will do mine for.
1: (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us for this cuppa. Please come back next Wednesday when we'll be serving the tea on another deliciously magical topic you can find starlight tea on spotify apple good pods google
0: iHeartRadio, radio amazon music and player fm and in the meantime be sure to follow us on starlight tea podcast on facebook and instagram and if you have a question or a topic suggestion feel free to d m us direct message us or email at hello at starlightteapodcast.com
1: We hope you'll join us next week. And in the meantime, remember to keep your teacup overflowing so you can serve from the saucer. Now go make some magic.